0: Welcome to The Pleasure Temple. We are kicking off our interview series with Liz Gillum, MSW. Liz is a speaker, author, educator, and pop culture fan. She is also the founder and lead consultant at E616 Consulting, Her work combining popular culture and sociological education has led hundreds of learners to liberation through the popular media that they enjoy. Her work has taken her to more than 30 schools, hundreds of students, peer-reviewed publications, domestic and international conferences, book chapters, and podcast appearances. She is committed to demystifying important topics of policy, progress, and social justice, often tied up behind paywalls and complicated jargon. Please enjoy this conversation as much as we did. Oh my God. I am so excited today. Liz is here with us. (laughs) And welcome to the Pleasure Temple. Per our production meeting, there's things you need to know. oh my gosh welcome Liz welcome welcome
1: I am excited about this conversation I'm really happy to be here I'm honored (laughs) honored to have been invited
0: so thank you for that oh shoot like I told you before who else (laughs) who else (laughs) I certainly don't don't know any other experts as yourself um, today's conversation is related to Hollywood and relationship models in movies or TV mm-hmm. and um, y'all heard Liz's intro so you know expert on all things TV and <laughs> movies and stuff <laughs> come on <laughs> I
1: like it. I like to have I like to I get it's too much because I end up getting intellectual about everything we watch and my right. husband can we just if we could just be entertained right now. And I'm like, but you have to understand the elements of the score that bring up the juxtaposition. He's like, I don't, I'm not interested. I just wanna watch the show. I just wanna look at this. I, like, I, just, I just wanna watch the movie. I don't, and I'm like, the, the themes. In the- <laughs> so, yes! that is, that is why.
0: listen, I love getting super nerdy about a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. um, we just so so we've been going through, you know, cheating celebrity s- stories. We've been going what the through.
1: this week, man.
0: I know it's been wild. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like you're kicking us- out of retrograde, and everybody was like, "Surprise!
2: Surprise!" <laughs> 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 yes. Surprise to the point where I think I'm like, are we still like in retrograde? What is going on? This is like a hangover from the retrograde. It's nuts! It's like we did all this shadow
1: work in retrograde, and now you get to find out about it. It's really wild. <laughs> I don't yeah,
3: it's
0: it's crazy. Um, so really we're looking at relationship models here on the pleasure temple uh, like and how um things sit on top of our pleasure how certain models mainly monogamy uh mainly you know working through the patriarchy and things and we're certainly not being judgy about like you know what folks choose to do but i would love for people to have a different view of what else is possible and when I think about that, I think a lot about TV and what we're fed in Hollywood, and and like what is perpetuated and who it's perpetuated by, who they're targeting, um, <clears throat> and just the types of like a, a fuckery that just is going on and the messaging that we're receiving, and we're all receiving it, and no matter what we do. Here, we're talking about TV and movies in particular, but it's in our music, it's in our art, it's in uh, novels it's, it's in everything that we do and we certainly are being advertising i mean that's the number one culprit right there if yeah. we're really getting in, in picking you know nits or whatever it's yeah. the neuro-linguistic programming that we are receiving and people like to talk about how they it ain't it ain't happening to them the main ones upholding this bullshit mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> Which movies or TV shows influenced how you showed up in relationships in the past?
1: Is that for me or for everybody? That's just- as
0: for everybody. But you are our guest, so you can speak first.
1: Okay, in the past. <laughs> listen, okay, so I... I don't know any of my friends who had healthy views of relationships in their home. So mm-hmm. all we had was... TV, movies, mm-hmm. music, even, um, and music, in the eighties, nineties, was not perfect. But what I will, right? give, I what I will give R and B is they still talked about the romance. They still talked about the love. I will give them that it was not perfect, but man, you, the proclamations of love, the oh, you, it was. <laughs> Oh, it was still there right and yes. so I think if we're looking in terms of what was healthy and unhealthy that was probably the healthiest because <laughs> I want someone to sing to me like Avant saying my first love or I want hey. you know I want these things
0: I want you yeah. to talk to me like Teddy Pendergrass talk
3: to me come on now <laughs> yeah. come on. you
1: know I want that you know, <laughs> but, you know when we talk about, I mean, people are always dumping on Disney movies and it's no secret, I'm a huge Disney fan. But yes. we cannot ignore and not just the, the heteronormative notions of the princess falling for Prince Charming. Right. We can only look at the white norms of all the white princesses and everything else. And, and that's a whole other episode of, of yes. how that impacted us. But the what I think- the more problematic notions of what Disney did in showing us these relationships is no matter how terrible the gentleman is, Mm -hmm. if you just hold on a little bit longer, (laughs) it'll be your prince charming, right? And it's like, (laughs) Ah. so in our lives, we're seeing all these ain't shit people and ain't shit dudes. And who are staying and doing so much to make it work. But then over here, we're seeing that if I kiss enough frogs, eventually one will turn into a prince. So we're seeing it in our lives, but then we're seeing it on TV. We're seeing in Pocahontas, the colonizer has come and he has has called me a savage to my face, but let let me still skip over my kinfolk for him. Or we're, you know what? So it's like, forget the the whiteness. (laughs) forget the prince charming the fact that they keep telling us that no matter how awful these men are it's our job to make ourselves worthy of them Mm.
3: (laughs) what the church that's (laughs) the church
1: childhood you know that's not even getting to love and basketball (laughs) baby we in the temple today (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: listen (laughs) <laughs> i knew she was gonna bring a master class to us this day <laughs> you're welcome
1: folks but i mean and then you know you think about loving basketball was my senior year movie yes we loved us some loving and basketball and he was <laughs> such an shit dude like i'm looking back on it now like what the heck <laughs> what? We, what was that <laughs> what? <laughs> They had just convinced us Dance. that was that you know i'll play you for your heart girl he done what is you talking about Like, you won't know, <laughs> you he didn't want you. You wasn't you wasn't good enough you up out your bed in the middle of the night
3: <laughs>
0: right i said <laughs> sir go to hell at my big age
2: fuck you and go to hell <laughs> i don't want it it is funny you say that. I just recently rewatched um, *A Thin Line Between Love and Hate* about a month ago. With Martin and Martin and, uh, Martin and uh, Bobby Brown, right? And mm-hmm. then Winfield. Yeah, I can was- just remember when all of these quintessential black movies, *Love and Basketball*, they come out, we love them, right? Mm-hmm. And I, it's funny how you open up because now your 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 partner is like, "Can we just watch the movie?" I see everything through such a critical lens because I cannot go back unconscious about how I see and receive the messages that are being pushed. So I'm looking at a thin line with a love and hate of love and hate. And I'm watching it with a guy, right? At this (laughs) point in time. And all I can say, this movie is awful. We (laughs) like this movie. This movie is egregious. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Treating women, the message even like about working so hard for an ancient man. The -hmm. messages across the board about women. I'm thinking about, you know, Bobby Brown character interviewing dancers, how he handled the bigger girl. Like, all of these. And I could not, like, we did not make it to the end of this movie. Like, because I kept interjecting. (laughs) <laughs> laying there in this dude is, like my head in his lap. And I'm just like, this movie was horrible. Look at how they are telling black men to treat black women. This goes mm-hmm. on constantly and we're to complete, you know, I'm the prize now, nah, Brandon, get off me. you to you, blah, 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 what? I just, we could not make it through. And I just distinctly remember all of these movies, particularly black movies when they first come out, When I'm in my teens and my early 20s, the critical land wasn't there, right? But I've gone through life, I'm 45, approaching 46 next month. The education informs us, life informs us Mm -hmm. of how we move through life as black women and the impact of those messages. And I was just like, and we really went to the movies to see this. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, was, I was like did nobody think this was a bad movie of course nobody did you know because we make no. it and, and uh, Tyler Perry I, I definitely salute him for the I salute his his rise his whatever I is a cultural pride there for like, yeah, you're you, Ross, you've come in to the game and you're making the game your own. But I also think about the damage mm-hmm. that's done through his rise. Because not one movie doesn't have a broken single woman with kids needing a man to rescue her. Mm-hmm.
3: Not one.
2: Wait, let me think. Diary
1: of a mad <laughs> white woman. She was broken and, and I always claim I always count that one because that was one he was really good in that one and then the rest of them just fell off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when one, she, right? But when she, she was threw still Charles running. in
1: that tub. Charles, stop making those bones.
3: <laughs> you know, she was like <laughs> making
1: those no <laughs> she was broken without him. And then she had to go find <laughs> Shamar. And then that speaks to your point, Teresa. Like, why can't we? Where is the finding yourself and being strong on your own? Where is that? Why
3: don't we
0: see it? But here's the thing. I don't think they know how to write that because they've never fucking seen it. They don't know what that looks like. We can't Mm -hmm. expect them a lot of the times too, to be writing these things that they don't know shit about. So A, like they need to see more shit in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) B, you know, that it's their job to change that narrative about black women. Because black women are so much more than just we don't fucking need rescuing. We be out here fucking rescuing folk left and right. Correct. We are I expecting to do so.
2: Ooh. I want to challenge that point. They do see it, they don't like it. Oh well.
0: I mean that's not really a challenge then, is it? That's like, yeah. Let me I add think- too.
2: yeah, that's true. Because they don't I think fucking they do like see it. it. They don't like it. Because it's an affront. Because mm-hmm. not to go into more deeper sociological concepts right? it's, a whole, Let
1: me hear
2: uh, it's a whole <laughs> lot of black men wanting to operate and move like white men oh right and who and what upholds white men that's patriarchal That's Mm -hmm. our patriarchal society. They have power and they just want power, right? So if I was to go into be this producer, movie producer that is all these images, let's look at just what was happening. I did not go see this just as a disclaimer. I did not go see the woman, king, but I rarely go to movies. Let me just put that out there. You gotta see it. Y'all don't
0: (laughs) see us but we out here having a black lady moment <laughs>
2: <gotta see> <laughs> <laughs> but look at that please go see the, that movie the just i saw the trailers i you know i'm like wow this is just great right but i listened to the critique that is mainly coming from black men of course yeah <laughs> how is they are eviscerating this movie Um, We can think about the historical context, but nobody wants to bring into historical context until they're really trying to make a negative hit against Black women, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody is exalting this beautiful movie about beautiful Black women and this tribe that held it down, positive or negative, in the strength of the Black woman. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when I challenge the thought process, no, they just don't write, I don't think they want to write it because there's a narrative that they don't want to participate in because they're too invested in keeping us wounded is the only word that I can bring in. At this point, mm-hmm. I think of another one um, to hold their place. It's all the, the episodes we've done when we talk about we need more from the men, we need more from you. It, you, you are more than your patriot like you have to be more than your paycheck you got to be likable they don't want to have <laughs> the foot that work to be likable but they want to hold the same position and white men are in danger too look look at the articles that are coming out. look at the research that is coming out you know we were rather as women not all but while i'm dealing with you when i can take my coins <laughs> be my girl her kids we raise these kids across the street together correct. We go trips together correct yes we have a yes. sunday dinner together like so that position of power can in their heads i'm thinking can only exist if there's an inferior subset and the inferior subset is women no it's them I'm sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no i i 100 agree with that and yeah 100%. um because but like the, these things are all very true it, it's like when does that <laughs> when is it okay for it takes for us to take shit that just benefits us that just benefits us This is here for me. I want it. Woman King was fucking fantastic. It was the movie that I have been waiting for my whole entire life.
3: Whole
0: life, whole life, whole life. My whole life. I mean, you know, I love, I, I, fuck, listen, entertainment is entertainment to me. And I want to be fucking entertained. And I want them to provoke me to ask more questions. I don't need them to tell the absolute motherfucking truth, especially when you about to CGI some shit in there. And you know, it ain't real. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. But I I'll, but I want to be entertained. I want to be entertained by beautiful black women <laughs> who are kicking somebody's ass today and every day after. Like and are still on. dealing with
1: complicated issues like grief, like yes. tragedy, like they're dealing yes. with all these things in such real ways that we rarely get to see because it's always obstructed by. Some sort of relationship complication.
0: Some sort of relationship complication. She oh. can't deal with her
1: grief or her trauma or her tragedy. <clears throat> but got some dude over here in the way, complicating it, making Complicate. it work. Or that is the reason for the trauma. And that was one of the beautiful things about the Women King is that we were able to just feel with them. Mm-hmm. It was the whole time. That. Oh, it's magnificently done it was that was for us
0: that was for us every piece and part <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: yeah I'm gonna help us see it.
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yes
1: if I may add one more scene oh, to yeah. the conversation and we're talking about things that we used to like back in the day yeah but one of I know I know y'all gonna get all kind <laughs> of messages I brought this scene up and I'm sorry but I gotta do it but if we can be honest about the baby, baby, please, Dwayne Wayne, we got to talk about it, okay? We got to talk about it because that, even knowing how problematic it is today in 2022, I still, not as much, but I still swoon when I see it because I'm
2: like, oh, yeah, but honestly, that was some ancient shit. And it was a toxic as hell. You waited because she was walking down the aisle <laughs> with somebody else. To tell me how damn much you need me when no. I give you all of the opportunity in the world to do it. Now get the fuck out of here. Excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> when it aired, we all that's all we talked about. Dwayne
1: proclaimed his love for her. And she went back to him. Oh, we're sorry, Byron. It don't matter. So y'all done left this man out here. He was marrying, he did his part. He stepped up. He proposed. He was going to marry her and provide for her. And here goes Dwayne running. He didn't even. He, what are you doing? You're messing it up. And and we all cheered for it. And now I can look back and I'm like, I wish you would. Like, what did you talk about? This is my wedding. And I st- for nostalgia's sake, I'm still like, oh, baby, please, baby, please. I'll say I'll say the whole thing with him to have it the, <laughs> whole, the
3: whole thing. With him. But
1: really, it's like.
0: Oh Listen. Security! security.
3: Okay. <laughs> Come get this man
0: Who is it? <laughs> okay. but this is that's exactly the shit I'm talking about. Like what we have been talking about yes. dancing around is that that model that we are reinforcing and saying that, oh, you know what? You go ahead and go on about your business. You done built rebuilt your motherfucking life. You done went on about your goddamn business and rebuilt your life. You walk you is fixing to say I do <laughs> to somebody else. And yeah. in walk this motherfucker here who couldn't be bothered hmm. to and say not- how they was feeling. And that's supposed to be the motherfucking pinnacle. It's supposed to be the coup de grace. You're supposed to get, oh, you supposed to throw away everything you built outside of this raggedy motherfucker to
2: say it yes. It? I, I got to jump in. Not only that, <laughs> not only that this man, I, I think, and dinner we talk about this a lot the idea of security right because for a woman particularly a black woman but for women oh you're a gold digger you're a gold digger right mm-hmm. she threw away a man who's gonna give her the lifestyle she uh-huh. wanted to serve and she had been reared into yes ma'am die just die that's all yep. <laughs> yes
1: mm-hmm. she had it right there she and had he it right there. And to see it because it, w- it didn't center him. And it's disgusting because it goes not mm. just our conditioning, but the men, black man's conditioning. Yes. I think he, so. Stick by me. Yeah, I don't have nothing now. But if you leave me, then you ain't shit because you don't want me because I'm low.
2: Look, bruh. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> Look. Come on, man. Stop it. <laughs> It is so funny, though. This is playing out. Totally, totally. Um, I dated someone, very close relationship. It, it, it ended when I was in my early 20s, right? In the recent years, as recently as um, New Year's Eve, he reached out to me and I, it is the whole dichotomy of what we're talking about. You treated me like shit. And that was love there. It was love there. I was damaged out of that relationship Mm -hmm. he was older I was younger I was damaged it took so long for me to heal myself from that I'm percolating along in my life because we still share some friends I percolate along in my life oh now I'm getting all of this noise from the mutual friend oh Kane asked about you oh he did great I hope he's doing well and then all of a sudden, because I blocked your number, but you caught me through like social media, WhatsApp. I get a message on WhatsApp, New Year's Eve, right? Oh, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, I don't know this number. So I enlarge the picture, blocked. You do not get, it. this is not it. What we're saying for you to behave probably when we were together i'm sure i was not um, a saint but at the same time when i think about that and the power dynamic and how you behave and how i took it i took a lot out of you i shouldn't have okay. taken oh yes but we ended. but now 10 15 years later you think you could just pop back up and let us just pick back up or blah i did not say hey i'm doing well i blocked And I sent out a message to our mutual friends. Do not give him my contact information.
1: I think this speaks to causation, correlation, not being causation. When I think back to you kiss a hundred frogs, one of them will be a prince. Or if you get with this prince charming, then your life will expand. They have duped us into thinking the man needs to be there for us to expand.
0: Yeah. They have duped us. Absolutely. Because what happens when we have things? Teresa says this all the time. We create the home. We create that space. We create creators, creators.
1: And so like (laughs) we see a flourishing and there is not a man there, specifically them. They don't know what to do. I need to write this imbalance. Let me try to slide back in. You don't have that access. You don't deserve that. You had it. And you lost it, take mm-hmm. the L. Like, <laughs> or do something different to the table. But that's even if I want to hear what you got to say at this point. Take the L.
0: <laughs> take it.
2: Like, take the L that you gave. Uh huh. Yes. Because you gave an L. Right. Yeah. In our relationships and the way they carry, there's a not all. And for everybody in you, Liz, I know you're in a partnership, D is in a partnership, I'm single. Mm -hmm. and very happily single, not trying (laughs) to boo up in this bitch, not trying. You know, like, (gasps) this works for me. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking to what you just talked about, that does create a conundrum for them. They Mm -hmm. do not know how to handle themselves or operate in an environment that doesn't center them, that doesn't need them. That may enjoy them, but doesn't need them, and they act the fool. Whether it's fly comments, whether it's piggybacking off of where the Bible speaks of a covenant, and a man is over the covenant. Co- what
1: it's hell on? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, oh, God, nothing makes me angrier. <laughs> nothing
2: makes me angrier <clears throat> Woo.
3: <laughs> Mm.
2: But they're pulling out every, every conceivable tool in the toolbox because their thought process, the only way I can exist in here with you is to be above you. Mm. So how do I bring you down mm. to keep you in this cycle of toxicity of a, in a relationship that doesn't work for you? Mm. You know, so it, yeah, you know, I love a oh I love a strong black woman, but y'all gotta make some room back bishop Dre. You you I know you can buy your own car, but you gotta make a need for me. No, I don't.
0: Right. But even if you do make a need for them, you a gold digger. Uh, so, you know, we can't fucking win. You can't fucking Never mind win. It reminds
1: me of that Earth the Kit interview, which I love uh, so
0: much. when she screams
1: <laughs> stupid. I love it. She's, she's stupid.
0: Like- you ever
1: compromise
0: for what compromise for what for
1: what I'm going to for enjoy who my life for who right I'm going to enjoy my life and invite you to join me compromise for what where was that when we were growing up
0: where it's exactly not interview why it's not that show? That. Like, it's because not they interview. if y'all don't know what we're talking about look up Eartha Kit. she is talking she's <clears throat> being interviewed by someone um
2: and she's talking or-
0: about <laughs> home.
2: she was main. sitting in a garden so she was, there was sitting a- in beautiful greenery around her
0: yes she's smoking a cigarette she got oh, her robe okay. on she ain't dressed to impress nobody um she's just earthy kid sitting in her motherfucking garden talking How she
3: about- needs
0: to be. exactly <laughs> everything and more and so you know, she's telling everybody that she's not going to compromise to have somebody in her life, and I don't think Black women should be compromising anymore.
1: we are done with that shit.
0: We are done with that shit. If you want something, and, and if somebody can't receive what you want because of the, the shit that they're going through, that's their problem.
3: Yeah.
0: And it does not mean that you shouldn't have it.
2: My favorite statement everybody should have what they want is whether yeah. or not what you want and what i want is aligned to get it together
3: right and get it's together.
2: okay mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. so miss me with it <laughs> and miss it. you know and um it's interesting you know because To Liz's point, I come from a 50-year marriage. Mm. And I always like to say um, that was the quintessential relationship that taught me what I didn't want. See? Mm -hmm. Say that. See? Say that. Mm. That. And my parents, April the 11th, would celebrate 51 years together in the same household.
0: You know what's wild? I think a lot of people... Uh, take offense to that because it's like you've been married fifty years, and then that that's not something you would want. Fuck no, I'm not getting any prizes out of this. <laughs>
3: not prizes.
0: Like for people. y'all to say congratulations, for y'all to say I, oh, you know, but ain't wasn't see, present for all the motherfucking
2: problems we'd have had. <laughs> and when I hear men talk about, I wish they would go back. To how grandmamas used to be, that's I right. always that's say, "Show me a motherfucker who never had a conversation with a grandmama." Because let me tell you what your grandmama, my grandmama, told me. Mm-hmm. Let that's, me tell you how they it. talk to their daughters and their granddaughters and their great great granddaughters when it came to that.
1: That's it. That's it. That's why we don't want the old fifty year marriages because they <laughs> they did not feel. If we are talking about the images that we got. Mm-hmm. You know the images that they got and the guilt and the shame and everything else. And then there's the church on top of that. We know everything that they got. Yeah. They weren't Teresa come back.
0: <laughs> oh, my. Teresa. You, run me. <laughs> <Of my
1: couch. laughs> you know that you know, the they church. weren't leaving. Colonel. You know, they they weren't and they were miserable. <laughs> And they weren't leaving. And so, no, I don't want that. I don't have any interest
2: in being miserable in my own home. I don't want it. And they didn't have the resources to leave. Uh-huh. And that is also, when I hear it, I'm telling you, when I hear it, I, I deep dive all the time because I'm just weird like this. I deep dive into Christian Twitter and Chris, Christian environments oh, particularly evangelical christian environments and i deep dive into the manosphere because this blows my mind on a daily basis like to hear people speak about this and this nostalgic um, feelings feelings has been espoused for era number one that you weren't born in first up of, first off mm-hmm. you you were not born in that era leave it to beaver you know what i'm saying you weren't born there sir um so you have a fantasy just like entertainment feeds as so a fantasy of toxicity you have mm-hmm. a fantasy of what this lifestyle was like yeah mm. mm-hmm. having hard conversations because if you heard what your grandma said you would think twice Absolutely. because they wouldn't have chosen it. It the fantasy
1: of the leave it to beaver Listen. and the happy days and they mm-hmm. get
0: and but the brady bunch
1: right but we get the thin line between love and hate and the martins and the,
0: uh, the huxtables and the you know and i throw the huxtables in there because it's, it's even as it evolved as they were presented as it was still claire was expected to raise them motherfucking kids
2: why she didn't have a maid and y'all both outside home <coughs> With these high-profile careers, Why these high-profile jobs, and <laughs> five kids, and mm-hmm. I did not have housekeeping. Because
0: five kids, five kids. First of all, no thank you. First of all, <laughs> first five first of all, kids, no thank you. And she's a lawyer, and ma'am. What year did you start having children? And he is an means? officer who has an office in the home.
3: Sir, you're right home. here,
0: right here, every day. But, you know, they got the wholesome images. Mm-hmm, hmm For mm-hmm. better or well, worse. It, yeah. for worse. Yeah, exactly. It was, that was the wholesome content. And right. and, and it still was like, well, damn. They don't look, it, it, you, uh. Wait, are you all right, boo? Are <laughs> you right. going right. to have you a know. fucking heart attack? Because you got five kids, you got a lot of grief. Yeah. Vanessa is out having her best day. <laughs> big
1: fun. big
3: well
0: Yes. She out here big fun with the <laughs> wretched child. Who's <laughs> like, still got to regulate on these kids. Theo with his one arm shirt. What is you doing,
3: yeah, sir?
1: Gordon Gartrell. Gordon Gar-Trell. Go
2: Gartrell. episode, honestly, uh, is when Denise made that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Like that, it does. It still gave us the same lack of labor division, but I think yeah. also the concept it hit on so, social economics because up leading up to that, we hadn't yeah. had too many predominantly black shows that highlighted. Everybody don't live in the projects or the ghetto in this struggling community. Oh, somebody. Like, there is another economic bracket that mm-hmm. black people do exist in, but it still reinforces what we're speaking of today. How are you to do all of this? I, I, I got a lot of green. I'm a partner at a practice. You're a doctor. We got five kids of various ages who need? Who need you? And me. I have no, and I have. I, we didn't outsource anything here, because <laughs>
0: that's it, it's unrealistic. Liz, you know you over there getting a whole PhD. It's unrealistic, and you don't I
3: have five I don't children. I
1: don't have. I don't. I don't want it anymore. It brings me anxiety. It doesn't bring me joy. I'm not doing it anymore. Like I'm just not. I do too much other <laughs> stuff to worry about that. I'm not. I do too much other stuff. To worry
0: well, about. we can't be in all the spaces at one time, functionally, you know, like not not functionally, um, let's bring us into the present because now I think, like right now we into the <laughs> <ether>. <laughs> all is ready
3: <laughs> it's you
0: know, so it's the ether. We out here, <laughs> and we out here, raining yeah. back in, which is you know, listen, we could go on for for ages, and it's fine, <laughs> um since we're starting to, we're just starting to like the tip of the iceberg now with more inclusive models in film and TV, Uh, like what's your favorite thing right now? And also what do you think needs more attention?
1: My favorite thing right now,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I have two of them.
3: Oh, I have
1: two of them. Um, My favorite, favorite, favorite thing, favorite thing as a (laughs) queer woman, but also as a mother
3: mm-hmm.
1: the presence, the the unquestionable presence of queerness and animation. Yes. It makes me so happy to be able to share that with my son.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's just we just it's it's nothing. We just talking about it. Like for us, it wasn't nothing to see four four turtles doing right. martial arts. It wasn't weird. You know what I mean? And for him, you know, he's watching Steven Universe with me, which is one of our favorite shows Mm -hmm. and seeing same sex, same gender relationships and marriages. And it's not a big deal. Or he's seeing shows and where it'll, you know, it'll be a sitcom. We were watching an episode of Bernie Mac and they tried to make it look weird. Like this guy had a wife and a partner and my son was polyamorous, nothing to him. He was just like, oh, they're polyamorous.
3: Cool. Cool. Like, right. about
1: <laughs> like what is the problem? And they weren't, but just the fact that he was like, okay, you know, the fact that it's an accessible way for parents to have those conversations. I mean, you have Owl House, you have there are just so many different avenues to discuss queerness with our children.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We were just watching a, a show, an animated show. Now I can't even remember the name of it, but it's on Peacock. Oh gosh, I have to ask. My kiddo but it's they they are elves and they like it, when they're explaining their gen, their pronouns and stuff and they correct people and like it's just right in the beginning and it's the kids are like oh my god i love this and it wasn't right. even a it wasn't even a question it was like oh they go by they them and then uh or oh they're like that they'll correct me oh they said they you know Mm -hmm. they'll they'll they'll, like initiate that like whole thing where like it's nothing it's nothing to them it's It's nothing it's
1: beautiful it's a beautiful time
0: yeah and then my son watching I'm sorry go ahead I I was just saying my son is watching all of these things and he likes nail polish and he likes earrings and he likes (laughs) like you know and he doesn't and I'm like oh you need to be around some Black folks, more black folks, because we be doing it. <laughs> like I remember when my brother got his ears pierced. Like this was a big deal for us. And he was so excited. And then, like, all the dudes in my family, they all have like piercings they weren't gold. They weren't, you know, they had their fresh ass haircuts and they got the lines and stuff. And it it's just normal. Like that's right. normal for me because that's what yeah. I grew up with. That's what I saw. You know, they had them high top fades and every kind of crazy haircut you yeah. possibly imagine. Like do you do you boo boo you want to wear sparkles right. let me find you some.
1: as going to talking about periods and bleeding in in cartoons yeah.
0: and Red making panda. that
1: normalized
0: Please. Yes. up,
1: hand up. Yes. Panda, big hero six had that episode. Yeah. Where the little girl was, where Baymax went to the store to look for pads and and mm-hmm. tampons for her, and then everybody came in to help him, and even a trans guy came in and was like, "This is what I prefer when I'm bleeding. It just it's normal. Like it's
0: normal. And it's it, just they, like these conversations. It's a regular conversation. I think in I don't you know I don't know how it is other places, but I know what we've been conditioned with and like having to be so private about these things that are totally fucking natural it's natural it's natural it's like guess what else she does (laughs) you know yeah Yeah, she pushed out a baby yeah she bleeds yes (laughs) she does all things there's
2: more
0: but wait there's more
2: (laughs) a lot a lot
0: more Right, and so like it doesn't always have to be sexual in yeah, teaching our children, which you know we didn't skip over the second question. Let's go right to the future. <laughs> Honestly,
1: I wanted to talk about my favorite thing. Like that was one of them. I had another one. Um, right earlier was black women showrunners telling our stories. Like HBO, kudos to them. They don't always get it right, but baby, insecure. When they yes. <laughs> It's and misses, but also I may destroy you. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like the way that that show tackled the complexity of recovering and healing from sexual assault, but then also friendships that carried her through was just Mm -hmm. magnificent. And if we go back to Insecure, one of my biggest bones to pick with Issa, and I'm not a showrunner. I don't have a show. She can write whatever she wants. I'm not here to (laughs) criticize I'm not because she has done extraordinary things. Exactly, yes. extraordinary things. I I wish that the show had not. Should I? I mean, it was a year ago when we talked about right. how it. Ended. Can I just go ahead? I'm gonna just go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Okay,
1: I, because because I, I, I
0: mean, I I haven't seen the last two seasons, but now, so I'm you gonna watch. I can't, it. I can't do it then. Like I don't. You wanna, can. I'm going to watch it anyway. Like, you don't, people don't ruin things for me. You can tell me I'm going to watch it anyway, because it, that doesn't, you know, take away from the journey that I'm going to have with them up to that point.
3: Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> I, it, it frustrated me again, not my business, but that she ended with Lauren, that she ended up with Lawrence, because that uh-huh. would have been a perfect example of you can love somebody dearly, but it just don't work out and you're still going to be okay. And yes. Then, they spent so much time not being together like all the way to the last episode you were like are they gonna get together or aren't they and it was just you didn't know and then pretty little red bow tie was all done and they were together and it's like but she was doing a great job by herself like Like, why don't we
0: (laughs) even when we're writing it
1: Why that's what i'm I'm
0: talking about Mm -hmm. though that reinforcement like it's that whole like we can get to that point where we can tell this story but we dip back into that whole narrative of you know let me put this red bow on it because it's comfortable because it's palatable because people have seen this before and they believe in it yep whereas like you know can we do something else Kim, that's the plot twist right there. Right. You don't have to tell this story like all the other stories are told. We can start saying something different, even if you are telling the story in that manner up to that point, right? Because that's this where we turn the stone, right? Like but you I'll- would expect her to put the red bow on it. You would expect her to like, oh, I'm going, oh, I'm gonna go end up with him anyway, because you know he was my twin flame, and he was the love of my life, Lord, he was my soulmate.
2: But what we're asking too, (laughs) um, yes, we want a different ending of things, but I think what is also being challenged in this conversation that we are having is the societal images and pressures that has been pushed for centuries. And to break outside of that, to elaborate on the point I'm attempting to make, not making it yet, it used to really irritate me um with my girlfriends talk about singleness. Oh, I just wish my life I my life would be better with a man. I used to just like lose it, right? I'm just like, wow, until I became more um I extended grace to more of the conversation because what I realized is like y'all are really craving this. Like deep down, this is you want that brass ring and so I became more graceful in listening to it because in my life I don't feel that way like Mm -hmm. so I'm thinking that's such an insulting thought because you have all of this life like my life is so full and you're sitting here longing for something that you know of but you don't know it Mm -hmm. and coming from the 50 plus year marriage I was in the household I was raised by these people y'all don't know it you think you know because of entertainment because of Mm. these images and this theme that has been pushed so yes I definitely would love for them to break out of it but I think deep down subconsciously they want it they want it you know and so let's Yes, he treats you like shit. Yes, he wasn't there for your big moments. Yes, you thrive without him. But oh my God, you got him in the end. Only, girl, you persevere. Keep kissing
1: those frogs, sis.
0: Girl, <laughs> you persevere. I can't. Persevere. I, mean, I just want to pick up my purse and need a room right now.
2: Okay. <laughs> but also, wanting something that if you hadn't been in that prime, The one thing I'm gonna say, what I know of relationships, particularly marriage, sacrifice. Mm. Sacrifice, compromise. And a lot of times it is the female who's doing all of the compromising and all of the sacrifice. If you're not there, if you hadn't seen it for what it was and what it is, and it can be beautiful as well as draining. If you hadn't had a front row seat, and I love it because the majority of my friends started getting married when we were fresh out of college. Uh, I only had one or, one or two divorces on the, on the record. But I've had a window seat. Let me tell you, and I'm the vault because everybody comes to me and they tell me how they're feeling. I'm seeing this thing. I have a window seat, y'all. And in the last recent months, I'm getting these same women who are knocking on 50, like 15, 20 years of marriage. It's like, you know what? If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't do it. I have a good husband, but- Mm But mm-hmm. I've had even the conversation, you know, with Teresa, I used to think you was such a hoe and I was like, well, I was, and I made no, <laughs> I made no contentions about that. Correct. Right? Like, I was living my life. Now you want a hoe and now you regret not hoeing before locking it down at 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Now you wanna bring different things, but once again, to get back to our topic, is this conceptualization of a fucking fantasy that's being interacted or acted out in real life right. without understanding the real life consequences in the output and the input of real relationships without being meaningfully built upon or emotionally intelligent enough to know when something is not working mm-hmm. for you. Come on, emotional intelligence.
0: Hey. <laughs> Listen,
2: I'm
0: on, the old show intelligence. <laughs> that is like a <clears throat> running theme up in here. Because seriously, like I don't know either if I would have listened. Maybe I would have listened if somebody were telling me. I would or, or if. if I, <laughs> i don't know but but i also i got to see it through several different iterations of marriage close up or or of divorce so my mom and my father were very young when they got married and they ain't had no business getting married now that i'm my big age looking back at them what was y'all doing why y'all was doing that y'all because
2: the church and the society (laughs) there you go that part Mm. Oh damn!
1: and that every part. story tells us that the prize at the end of the race is the
3: is ring the is the is ring the
0: is the husband and the family and the children you know and and here i am you you know poly homemaker over here i got the husband i got the kids i got the fence i got the dogs i got the chickens and the bunnies and the cats and let me tell you something my fucking feelings <laughs> like, <laughs> Y'all, I'm putting in more work than I ever could have if fucking imagined. Imagine. And I still feel unappreciated.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like I don't fucking exist in here. In this Oof. container. What Oof. everybody is supposed to want. Let me tell you. You know, Y'all want to see the show follow all my Instagram accounts, (laughs) what we do is absolutely for real. And that shit comes from me. You know, Mm -hmm. I got to show up for that shit. I have to show up for that shit. Mm -hmm. So it's my real life. And, you know, you can follow any of my Instagram accounts and you can see the other side of my very real life of me dealing with destruction and grief and like shit that's horrifying. The most worst shit you can possibly think to happen to somebody. Over and over and over. So it's not like, you know, I'm painting this picture that I have these white picket fences and these children and and this wonderful, unending type of love. I don't really talk about my spouse on the internet at all, actually, because I believe that something should be private. Okay, but yeah. <clears throat> in this model here that we're we're working with, shit, man, I get very very candid about the shit we be going through, and it's not. For punks, I'm going to tell you, this marriage shit, even in the most spectacular of circumstances, shit be happening. And if you don't know yourself, if you don't know yourself, the shit will eat you alive and you won't be around talking about it. So here we are in the Pleasure Temple, me being able to talk about it because I deal with my shit and I don't ignore, you know, when my partner says that he doesn't feel desired. But I am going to counter that and say, you know, you didn't ask me if I felt designed either. Right. Yeah, I am going because, because no more am I going to sit down on, on, on my shit and say, well, he is fine and everything's fine and I'm not showing up to do enough and I need to do more. Listen, I also need more. I need different. I need support you know like you 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 don't just live here you love here that's right that part that part that part <laughs> like we we got it. we said we was gonna show up to do this together and i've been doing a lot of motherfucking showing up that like <laughs> a lot of showing up we ain't just sitting around being disneyland daddy no more come
2: on that part and that is what i think um is being left out of the storytelling today right Mm -hmm. and how we open up and how like we talk about all of these movies like what the hell and we applauded this we applauded that because that was slash is the thing particularly in black america The man is the prize. You show up, you deal with whatever, whatever. Oh, he paying the bills. He bring home his
3: check.
2: I remember mom said something years ago and she wasn't talking to me. I was just the nosy ass kid that was always underfoot. So I heard the conversations, you know, I wouldn't be worried about who he run out in the streets. Long he bring home, when he bring home that check, I wouldn't even be worried about that. I'm also from a very small town where it's heavily, I grew up knowing people from single households, but I grew up around a lot of marriage, right? The thought process behind that, my mom would say to this day, it was shameful for a young lady to walk around pregnant and unmarried. So a lot of marriages came because of sexual activity that may have resulted in a pregnancy and they as had to go ahead and get married or they went ahead and just locked it down quick young marriages and the behavior that I saw men exhibited and my father is not exempt from this knock on the door he was a hella provider he's a shit husband shit Mm -hmm. shit shit husband you know and to see these women not take care of themselves emotionally because emotional care was not a priority you you cook you raising the kids or they cook a good ass damn meal that that's where they got their accolades Kids are nice and clean and fresh but what is anyone taking care of the inners? because i'm here to tell you as a single woman i don't have children but when i'm engaged in the mommy auntie role which i had some time over the summer with a nine-year-old i'm working full-time i'm engaging with my parents and i'm like how the fuck do people do this shit every day y'all do this <laughs> Every day, like and of course i'm gonna give this nine-year-old what she need and turn myself over to the moment but i was like yo i don't like this <laughs> i don't
0: and there's not enough room for even us who do this every day to say that i don't like there's this not. There's not. um because again there's that construct of you you are supposed to like this, this is supposed to be the this most surprise. joyful time you've got the prize <laughs> This is the prize. But what happens when one of your kids dies? Because that should be happening. It happened to me. You think it ain't gonna happen to you. You hope it don't happen to you. I was one of those people, but I'm no longer able to be in that space. You know, what happens? What happens when your kid is born with a a, a disability Mm -hmm. and they're not the kid that you can parade around like every other kid and, and we do all this bragging about all of their milestones and this and that and the other we, we, we start slipping through the cracks mm-hmm. you know I'm, th- I'm that mom too so I'm like oh shit I feel really robbed and somebody has told me that I was really selfish for saying that and I was like what I <laughs> at?
1: I just want to talk, talk. What are you?
0: Where they am where I just talk don't I worry they got all. they got told don't worry because you know I'm not that person that sits around and is like you know what let me let me tell you I'll make a motherfucking whole ass art exhibits you won't ever want to be in my presence because I will always mirror the shit that you are afraid of happening and, and when I'm we- still here
2: and I'm here to talk
0: about it. And I'm here to lift others up about it. And I'm here to give space for other people to talk about it. You know, I'm always going to say shit that you, you, oh, I can't believe you would say your motherhood is supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be. I heard you. Right.
1: Supposed to be. Supposed to be. There
0: supposed were not
1: to. enough conversations around this now. And there were not enough when we were growing up. It was always that children and motherhood was the prize. And if you wanted to do something else with your life, you were selfish. You weren't yeah. serious about life. You were doing too much. But then at the, so it's it, it's this it's this whole thing. It's, it's, it's this whole mess. Because I wish a lot of times, I love my 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 partner and I love my son to pieces. Yep. I love them. Cannot imagine a life without them. On but. the other hand. If there but, had more people who had said, do more shit before you get married, if you want to get married, it was never even presented as an option. And so much time got spent with so many ancient dudes trying to make them the Prince, you. wasting so your energy wasting my years and my energy trying to turn them from frogs into princes when if someone had just said, you know if you don't want to get married, you don't have to. why does that say, why is that a revolutionary statement? Because everything we see in movies and TV and music is toward an end goal of a relationship and children so that women stop doing shit on their own so that we stop being excellent out here and doing this stuff and then when we have the husband and the child and then we decide to be a stay-at-home mom to then take care of the family that you told me I was supposed to have now I'm not doing enough now I'm not being serious about life because I am not working on my career there is no way to win from any messaging because we are never going to be enough period
2: never going to be enough and we're never centered no we're no. never centered but this is the thing you have a starring role you just don't have the starring role because the starring role eliminates everybody else men children everybody else you are what is it um what they, you get the supporting cast. supporting actress you're the supporting actress to it, you know, and, and, and her, we only carry, pregnant people only carry the uterus. We only carry the ability to give life here, to carry, nurture, produce life. Yeah, I'm a supporting cast member. Mm. My mm. feeling, I shouldn't get the biggest check.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> I remember Be- one of the counselors in my high school got her doctorate. My mom got her doctorate when I was eight and my mom always had both last names of my sister and I, because she had my sister as a teen, and then my, she married my dad. So she kept both last names because she always said, both my girls are a part of me. I'm not, you know, and that, that was how she chose to go on about her business. But another counselor got her doctorate and kept her maiden name on it. And she got so much flat for that. And she's like, he didn't earn this degree. I did. I did this. I did this. And I tell my husband all the time, I love being your wife. I do enjoy being your wife. But I'm really getting tired of clicking that drop down menu and picking MRS. I'm really getting tired of it. Really getting tired of it. Because I've been working for six years on this DR and I want to go ahead and click it. That's mine. You know, and we don't, we didn't hear it then, we don't hear it now. And I am making it a point to make sure any child that is that talks to me it's here, whoever your partner is if you choose to have one whoever your kids are if you choose to have I'm not putting this on my son where are my grandbabies I need grand I'm not putting this on him I'm not doing that's nonsense thank you it's nonsense and my that was one thing my mom never did she's like you have to decide Kids was always an understood thing, but she never pressured us by the, where are my grandkids? Where are my Oh my God. But it was always understood because that was just part of the package. You get married, you have kids, boom. But even with us stopping at one, the amount of shit we've gotten for that, for realizing that we don't want to have a bunch of kids. We want just the three of us in our small family. Because you know what? We like money and we like time. We like those (laughs) things. And I'm not ashamed to say that. We work really hard. And if we want to go to Disney World, it's very easy to pick up one kid, toss him in the back and say, let's go. It's very easy to ask our friends, can you keep this one kid so we can go watch a movie? It's We stopped at one intentionally because we always said, you know, he's an eclectic kid. If he wants to dance, if he wants to do any of these things, we have everything. We want to have the resources for him to be able to do this, you know. And we get so much shit for stopping at one. Well, is he gonna be lonely? He's
0: fine. He's fine. It just that's the thing. Like people think that having multiple kids stops you from being lonely. Insert, but I'm lonely. The, my mama had two kids. I'm lonely. I don't even talk to him. My brother that often because he's crazy oh, maybe like, i'm saying it on the radio he know he's crazy so he ain't even gonna listen to this, so whatever anyway um and then i've got two younger siblings from my father and it it's it's what you're saying is is another so-
2: romanticizing exactly romanticization of yes. sibling, having children and having sibling really oh they're gonna grow up so close oh they're gonna have each other oh we're gonna have somebody well, to take care of us whatever that is mm-hmm. is another romanticizing mm-hmm. of a without
0: role. without acknowledging that they actually have to do the work to foster these relationships like who the shit is that that's that's on that's on the parent and so this is where we come up with the sibling rivalries and shit like that because like you you have to be present to foster these relationships my brother and i were very close when we were growing up because that was the fucking standard in our household my Mm -hmm. mom was like it's the three of us she was a single parent she was doing a hell of a lot of single parenting my dad ain't wasn't shit and you know because of all the shit that he was going through now that i have my my hindsight is 2020 like they always say um I can understand very deeply why my parents are who the people they are today to this day. And I can understand without guilt why I have cut off my mother and I will never speak to her again. So don't even come at me talking about she your mama. Fuck her. Anyway. We don't do that here. We don't do that here. Not, no, no, you know, not the, you. Other folk. You know, we get a lot of that. We get a well, lot I'm of I'm telling more. them
1: too that we don't do, I'm the guest, but I'm also telling them that we
3: don't, <laughs> we we don't, don't do, do
0: that here. We do mm-hmm. not. We absolutely do not. Because you know, all of these relationships require you to fucking show up. They require maintenance. They require us fostering the shit of saying, like, this is your brother, this is your sister, this is your cousin, this is your mom, this is your grandma. All of those relationships require maintenance. They require our essence. They require us to be present. And so... We're accepting these substandards motherfucking relationships because of like, oh, blind loyalty. That's your cousin. That's your mama. That's your grandma that you have to respect. Mm -hmm. We we ain't doing that no more. Which brings me to the future of love. And it's like, what are we changing in our culture around sex, around intimacy, intimacy, partnerships and all this other stuff? Um, Giving this to our kids and saying like, this is my boundary with my mother. And if you ever have to set this boundary with me, I get it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you like, if you don't want to have children, baby, I get it. You right. I don't, that is not an expectation that I have of my children either. It's like you do whatever shit. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. You can do whatever you want to do. You can create whatever you'd like to create for yourself. I know you will know how to show up though. Whatever you That's choose, fine. you need to know how to show up. And so, (laughs) like, this is the behavior that I'm modeling for you right now. Like, I'm angry, and I'm sorry if it's Mm -hmm. affecting you some kind of way. Here's why I'm angry. You might not even get it until you're 30, until you have your own kids or whatever, and I have to trust that.
2: You have to trust. It's funny to go back to something Leah said. My mom never pushed the kids because, in hindsight she thought it was a given, but she did marriage with me. Mm-hmm. Up until a couple of years ago, and I had to, my mom was born in 1953. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to really kind of hear what she was saying. And then I had to counter her argument. And she was just, I just wish you'd get married. I just want to know that you're taken care of. And I paused for mm-hmm. about 20 seconds Mm. say, mommy Mm. I made six figures a year (laughs) I brought my own my first house at 24 I brought cars I travel I say have I not proven to you that I'm capable of taking care of myself come
1: on come on that's that that vacuum no one knows what to do if the man isn't there we ain't even talked about queer relationships. We ain't even gotten there. Because exactly they're gonna say, I didn't mean it like that. No, 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 <laughs> not like that.
2: We didn't even say that. Right. Not like that. Not like that. No. I didn't mean it like that. Because you know, they, when I say they, I'm speaking for the black community. So y'all can come at me all you want to, because this is what the statement I'm going make is the realest fucking statement I know. <laughs> in the Black community, in the Black church, they are whether for their kids to be a full-fledged drug dealer, or murderer, or them to be gay, or her to be gay. Well, yep. let's just call it a spade. We're calling of a- it what it is, yep. You know, and I can speak from this is it's like, I do identify as bisexual.
3: Mm-hmm, I do mm-hmm. identify.
2: I have not identified as bisexual to the majority of my family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you on the radio now, so.
2: <laughs> but only in the last couple of years where I've just been very comfortable to... Sure say that to all of my friends all of my friends even the ones I know who are homophobic it just was like that and I've even had to challenge them somewhat because I mean it's nothing like the topic of the down low man and I lived in Atlanta for 24 years let me put that out I went to college right outside of Atlanta so hey Atlanta was my stumping ground that was my house was located all of that before I sold it so it's the thought process, when we even talking about those, the queer identity, um, I made the argument to, because uh, it's this, this is one thing black women have to really work on, the homophobic that we espouse, that is very ugly. They don't turn right.
1: it off now. They don't turn this off. They not listening no more. They quit. <laughs> they not listening. I know it. They are not listening no more. We might as well go ahead and finish
2: telling the truth. They not listening no more. <laughs> It is really <laughs> ugly coming from black women. Yeah. The homophobia. Um, because once again, I'd rather for my nigga go down serving 20. Excuse me, I'd rather for my man to go down and serve 20 years and I hold down the fort before I find out he liked dick. And not, my- me. not me, baby. You what you say now? You come on,
1: let's
0: talk about it. Uh, what? what? I'm in, I have questions. You know, like regarding like what how how can we expand? Like correct. <laughs> right. How can I help you get
1: the I mean and I
2: also get I, I have my friends look at me funny because one the thing that I desire the most if I say I'm going to desire a relationship what I desire most in a relationship is to be in a poly relationship with two bisexual men like that is my goal relationship my <laughs> god yeah that is my goal relationship like if I have a goal,
0: if I want a brass ring, that's the brass ring that I want. Yes. <sighs> How can we I call it? I want that for you. I, I want listen. It. I I every day, I will put my <laughs> efforts towards manifesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely, yes.
2: That's listen. Right. Well, the, the, the piggyback off got the point I was making is like <laughs> if we were in, emotionally into inclined, right? If we're putting in the work, that a lot—not all, but a lot of down lowness existed because mm-hmm. people couldn't show up who they are, right? lose it the reason i haven't showed up who i am with my family because i love my family and i don't want to lose that these are heavy prices to be paid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for falling outside of these roles that are being prescribed to us particularly in the black community particularly like that is a the price that is paid in the black community for falling outside of the prescribed role is brutal. And, the st- and a lot of times the standard bearers and the gatekeepers are black women. Hmm. Yes,
1: as mothers, as wives, as friends, in all of the roles, in all of the roles, because we too, And I say, we, as all of us, even though I know present company included, but we hate. I don't know if it's that we hate femininity so much as we hate deviations from masculinity. So we think so much of what we think rests in masculinity equaling power that if we see men deviating from what we think is masculine we can't handle it either because truth be told we can't handle that vacuum either
0: ciao whoa so we don't
1: <laughs> want down low men because you're doing my part all the good men are taken or gay maybe they just ain't for you
3: maybe so, okay. <laughs>
1: Maybe and y'all couldn't see my air quotes. Those were air quotes. I do not. I do not subscribe to that (laughs) foolishness. Right? Don't. But like, and then if you see two women in a relationship, then that's a problem because there's no room for the man. Or if you, why are you again more air quotes? Why are you with a stud? Just get with a dude, okay? But it ain't about that. Like there is so much of. There's this fear. There's this fear. And there's a book that I read in one of my graduate classes called, oh God, Dude, You're a Fag. It was a really tough title to see, Mm -hmm. but it's very frank in how it discusses how we hate deviations from masculinity.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Talk it talks about it from high school all the way to college and how it shows up and Mm -hmm. how we are groomed in this and how we are groomed to... Cheer for the football player who has all the girlfriends, but to shame the cheerleader who has all of the boyfriends. We hate right. anything that deviates from masculinity. And so our hatred in the Black community of homosexuality, specifically male homosexuality, goes into that because we have this scarcity mindset around power and strength that we think that Black men must be all things masculine. Mm-hmm to have any kind of power
0: when that's just but they're not, not well but even then what 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 kind of power are they have them because again lowest man on the totem pole here
1: but they're still above black women
0: but they're still, still above black women so like yeah. we is just the lowest lowest <coughs> of uh, uh-huh. on the motherfucking totem pole Yeah, and so many and
2: of us have,
1: have subscribed to this belief that our job our responsibility
0: mm-hmm. is to hold them up yeah no that's not <clears throat> we done doing that. come back <laughs> <laughs> listen <laughs> we did through purses we did through shoes we like that. this to came here to shut this shit down today <laughs> we did not even talk about hollywood anymore i'm sorry we didn't move
1: into
2: the whole sociological thought process of black but no keep, we, on. Let's keep on. on let's go from the images that are filtered down through Hollywood. So mm-hmm. we're it's still tied in people but we're going a little deeper. Yeah. yeah. And well, the other this-
1: side of that is all of the shows, all of the movies that yeah. have the marriage as the prize mm-hmm. the shit goes off. The credits roll. <laughs> no talks about what to do once you get this prize. Right. That's Nobody giving talks somebody a bouquet them. of flowers and not telling them how to keep it alive.
0: Exactly. Not or not telling them that they're gonna die. Right. And,
3: and then when you should it's their home.
2: Yeah. No. You don't know to take care of you. You Everybody looks forward. One friend told me this. Everybody looks forward to the baby being born and what to expect at the nine months and all of that and when the baby got his shoes like shit nobody tell me what to do with the baby when the baby is here right. like it just stops that's right. yeah
0: yeah yeah Whereas that's like a deviation from what we were naturally programmed to do so like you know, it is a whole ass deviation from that.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: we are in these individualized concepts of family. We are like, you should be able to handle all this shit by yourself. And I don't know why you haven't like, um, you know.
2: Because we're women and uh, <laughs> pregnant people have the uterus and automatic. I think the thought process is automatic. The nurturing, like, oh, oh yeah. the uterus comes with the handbook. Of nurture, of care, of this is what you do when it happens. This is what you do when it's happened. Life is a learning tool. Nobody knows this. Like nobody gets a handbook to say uh, when your kid coughs three times and their fever is up to, you know, and they're tugging on their ear, that's an ear infection, unless you've dealt with that before. Okay. Unless somebody has, you know, exposed this to you. You take the kids to the doctor, doctor's like, yeah, when they're tugging on their ear, that's a sign their ear is aching. So you tuck that knowledge in the back of your head until it comes up again. And I think that is the same way, or we, sh- society does, Women, a fucking disservice,
3: mm-hmm.
2: because everybody is thinking you're a woman. You're you nurture. You you hold up. You do this and you do that. We don't come with fucking handbooks, but we are a product of our foundation. We are a product of our home life. We are a product of all of these messages that are being bombarded to us, and we have to filter. And when we filter to the point where we like, you know what? <laughs> that I don't think I like. I'm gonna create a different message for myself.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now they throwing damn temper tantrums and they're rolling out, or they in front of a damn podcast talking about plate fixings and shit and what you bring to the table.
0: Listen, any motherfucker that's expecting me to fix their plate at the cookout is gonna be hungry.
2: Oh, sorry, I went off on a tangent. <laughs>
1: get the first time because my husband was born and raised here in Tallahassee which mm-hmm. is the South. I was born and raised in Miami which is not the South. and so many I, we went to a cookout and I remember his friend made her her partner a plate and I remember leaning over to him very genuinely asking him and he laughed at me and I said is something is he okay <laughs> is something wrong with him and he was he laughed, and he's like you know I know you don't get it he's like I don't ex- I don't I never expected that from you but it's a thing up here people like to have their plates made and I was like but why not people not men. people but but the women were upholding it and I was like to me it just didn't make sense because I'm like you know how much you want you know what you want let's cut out the minimum is going to make your plates this Is it
3: silly
0: Uh, As you all know, in our famous style, we are splitting this episode up into two parts. Please tune in next week for part two of Hollywood and Relationships with Liz Gillum.